Welcome to Swapping Paint, the podcast that rubs doors with the cream of the crop in motorsport today. With your host, 18 times Australian champion, Dave Sarah. Today's guest honed his skills driving in figure eights in a go-kart, chasing his dad's stopwatch. Fast forward 15 years, and he's racing on the Monaco Grand Prix with leading Formula One organization, Aston Martin Red Bull Racing. We welcome Alex Elwan from the UK. Alex, how are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Mate, really oh, good, really me. good. Yeah, mate, I've got you, I've got you. Hey, look, <laughs> I, thanks I very much. I behind me. It's my brother's uh, birthday today. Oh, so shit, happy uh, birthday to your brother. <laughs> Sorry cheers, for uh, taking you away from his party. Hey, look, um, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us today. It's obviously, it's pretty exciting for a lot of these kart racers who look up to you yeah. guys in Formula One. And now, yeah. obviously, they're um, you know they're obviously able to uh, to see what you've got to say, and obviously the journey that you've gone through from kart racing at eight years of age to obviously moving into yeah, now the sure. Aston Martin Red Bull Racing team. So I was saying to some of the guys before you, you came second at the World Cup in your junior career, and then you've gone through and won a European Championship as well, and mm-hmm. then you came first. Uh, sorry, you won the World Cup, and then you came second to Nick DeVries in the World Championships. Yes. Do you yes. remember some of those karting battles? Yeah, it was good. I think. Um... I was quite lucky. I was always around um, super quick guys. So I had, uh, I was racing mostly against Max uh, Verstappen, <clears throat> Pierre Gasly. Uh, I was racing against Nick DeVries, who at that time was kind of the he guy. He won everything. Um, and it was all, it was pretty much always around them people. So we, we kind of always kept racing together. Um, I think that's always really helpful when you can race against um, the best people. You just raise your game as well. And that was yeah, kind of sure. how it was. Um, and yeah, we had a lot of battles. I remember battling a lot with Max, um, with Nick as well. Uh, we had some good fun. Uh, yeah, we still laugh about it now, actually. We still speak about it a lot. Was there any traits that those guys were doing back in kart racing that they're still doing now that you're obviously racing against them still? Oh, as in like, they, what, as in they still do it? Like well, in their racecraft, test- yeah. Um, like with their yeah, race I'd craft. say Max definitely kept his uh, aggressive side to him. <laughs> Uh, and then with the others, I mean, yeah, it, it's different because obviously we, with, with what we have now is, um, you have this, you have turbulent air, you, you can't really follow as well. So yeah. a lot of that racecraft isn't really seen too much, but you can kind of tell, um, I definitely say styles stay the same. So I think I was relatively smooth in karting and that kind of transitioned over to cars. And then you have people like Charles and Max who were already quite aggressive in karts and kind of yeah. kept it through to, to cars as well. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Now, we had some kids' questions that they were, uh, they were passing on to me during the day. And sure. the first question was basically, what got you into car or what got you into racing as a whole? Um, I'd say <laughs> my dad. My dad got me into karts. So I'll, my dad used to race. Um, he used to, he got into karting really late. Kind of, he always had okay. a passion for it. Didn't have the money for it until he was a bit older. And once he went from there, he, he just kept on um yeah he 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 came to, he went to asia did a bit of racing and i went to his races a couple of times when he was over there um and he got me my first go-kart i was seven i think it was and he got it for my birthday because i was six turning seven and um he got me a, a uh he got me a kind of honda cadet um yep. so a four-stroke um nice and easy to run and basically all i would do would just go around there was like a field next to me we'd do a figure of eight until basically i was after school every day asking my dad to time me we'd do like three laps of this figure of eight and uh until i was old enough i went to a, a proper track and that's kind of how it all started 
He was yeah, kind of really my, my engineer, my mechanic. You know, you see it a bit less these days, but um, back then it was very much father and son. Yeah, obviously the top end stuff, it's more team orientated. So you've got, uh, you know, your mechanic, your engineer and stuff like that. But still your yes. club racing has still your, your mum and dad or your parents, which is which is really yeah. nice to see from a karting point of view. It's got to be yeah. that hobby yeah. of having a lot of fun. Um, yeah. One last question from the kids side of things was, if the F1 field, the current F1 field, went back to kart racing today, who mm-hmm. do you think would win? Current Oh, okay. That's a good question. Um <clears throat> So this is what this is what I think. I, I, I raced against a lot, quite a few of them. We we do some karting together quite a lot. Whenever we have the chance, we'll try and group up. Um, yes. And have a go. I think some drivers hold on to it a lot better than others. So karting in cars comes the skill diff or not skill difference, but the the way you drive it is it kind of just gets better and better with time in terms of it separates more and more. I think once you really start to get into your cars, you start to struggle a bit more in cars. And uh, the one person I remember, I've always been, I've been testing with him a lot, George. He still kept his um, kind of karting skills because the problem for someone like me now is when I drive, I'm too aggressive with it. The steering inputs and everything, it's so, it's so much more sensitive than what we do. And um, yeah. It's like you have to kind of just be so smooth, and I'm not used to that. Especially when we go testing, we're going in. We we normally test around um, around Italy um, yes. in uh, in uh, Lanato, and uh, the grip's so high there. It's not like you can get away with this sliding around everywhere. It's just for no. Us. I've seen you on two wheels in some of those pictures. Yeah, exactly. So that's the problem. I have like uh, yeah, we were on some soft Vegas, and I'm literally just going on two wheels everywhere. <laughs> That actually brings me back to my next question. We were saying about the off-season, you're going out with Charles Leclerc and George Russell and Sebastian mm-hmm. Vettel was out the track as well. Do you, is there any karting similarities that you can sort of take to Formula 1? Like, is there a reason why you guys go back to doing the kart racing? Um, yeah, I think it's, firstly, it's quick brain, quick, kind of just keeping that Reflexes. mental process sharp. Um, yeah, so we, especially with KZ racing, in, in anything really, but you're, in Formula 1, I would say your mind is working so much quicker than... Formula 2 or Formula 3. You're yep. really going, everything's obviously arriving so quickly, but also you're changing so many things on the steering wheel, all that kind of thing. And then with KZ, you're kind of doing the same thing. I mean, everything's coming so quickly. It's, you're yeah. changing gears all the time. It's almost, it is becoming subconscious by the time you're just driving around all the time. And um, to keep that mental sharpness is really important, um, as well as, fit, as fitness, of course, we do it for fitness. And for driving, it's just, you know, it's keeping that, um, meant that racing mind keeping going so keeping it whirling around where you're thinking okay what can I do in this corner what can I do in that corner because you kind of miss that in the end well, yeah for yeah. sure I mean we drove a road car most of the time but you can't really smash that <laughs> you're not no, supposed of course, to you anyway. can't smash the curves uh, of the gutters out to the streets so yeah <laughs> now and what age did you dream of becoming a Formula 1 driver and like was there did you have an idol at that younger age yeah yeah so I, I would have been um I would have been four or five. I think mine was Michael Schumacher. From the very, very beginning, that's all I could ever think about was, was Schumi. Um, I had read everything. I had a red go-kart. I had uh, red... I, my, I, got, I got my dad to paint my bedroom red. Um, <laughs> I had red blankets. I had a red carpet that my dad put in for me. So, so you got it was into just it. Schumi mad, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was kind of the whole... Yeah, from the very beginning, who's who I looked up to. 
And did I hear you had a you had a bit of a thing with uh, Valentino Rossi with the doctor? Yeah, so Rossi as well. I think um, when you're a kid, or even even now, I think any kind of anything with an engine and some wheels, and I'm kind of watching it. And Rossi was that one guy who stood out to me. I was maybe seven or eight, so a little bit after Michael, where I think he must have probably won a race, and um, he he stopped. He won the race. He pretended he was like a bowling ball. <laughs> and he knocked over some pins, which were the fans. Yeah, that's and awesome. I just thought this guy's an absolute lunatic. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was just cool about it. He was super cool about it. And yeah, yeah. And I think just that attitude, because I respect Shumi for his kind of hard uh, pro- working process, kind of that really methodical attention to detail. And then you have Rossi, who is the same person, just he has that kind of clearly MotoGP style to him, that rider. And he was, yeah, cool. uh, yeah, he was super, super chill. Nah, awesome. Now we've seen in recent times that some of the Formula 1 drivers have got their own carts. So we've got Charles Leclerc, who's just gone to a, a cart yeah, this year, sure. Fernando Alonso and, and Robert Kubica as well. Is there yeah. anything lined up in the future for an Alex Elbon cart? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so. I think, um, I have thought about the idea, that's for sure. Uh, I just want it to be done properly if I do when I, sure. well, I, w- I would be more of a when than a if uh, I would just want to make sure that I'm kind of really behind it not just putting their name on it I think yes. that's really important just to um, kind of lead it I think especially with my experience coming through um, there's obviously things and areas which helped me succeed to get to where I was and just making sure that if I was in a team drivers like that would have um, that kind of the support uh, yeah exactly and i could at least give my inputs to it um so yeah that is that would definitely be a work in progress at the minute i'm focusing on my racing mainly for sure um, exactly, but give exactly. it some time when everything settles down then yeah definitely well hopefully mick panagata from energy is listening because uh he's a big fan yeah. of yours and he drove the energy cart so hopefully he can sort you out um, yeah 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 what's one piece of advice that you can give to a newcomer so someone's watching you know formula one or even supercars for the australian guys what's one piece of advice mm. you give to a newcomer to the sport yeah um is that into into go-karts into yeah. the very beginning so just, or, or into... Yeah, they're just watching it they want to just start into kart racing what do you think would be yeah. some good advice um i say firstly for me at least what helps me most is to really i think you can tell straight away if you if you really enjoy it i think um when i first <clears> got into a kart actually okay the very first time i didn't like it i i i think i was in disneyland in <laughs> in paris and my yeah. my dad was like I started crying as soon as I went on it and that was it. But then I was like four years old and then I came back to it at six or seven, just turned seven. And, um, and I just loved it. And I couldn't, I couldn't stop trying to improve. I think already back then it was that kind of fascination to be, to be good and to be quick. And, um, in the end, all I was doing was comparing against myself because all I was doing was that figure of eight. I had no other person to, to compete with, but, um, I just had that buzz. And I think, it's important that you first have that passion towards it. Um, sure. Obviously, there are a lot of, I'd say, family, or not, not really, but you can obviously tell there are people who, let's say parents, who live their fantasies through their kids. Oh, um, big time, yeah. yeah. And that's that's my dad, of... actually. My dad's listening to me, and that, that was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, to get it going, I think it's fine. I think once the kids start to enjoy it at some point, but, you know, just to get that passion and... and to get to be out there um, driving and of course it's expensive which is it's getting I mean I think people are understanding that more and more and that 
and it's getting better but also obviously especially in europe you can see the prices are just going yeah. pretty extreme but saying all this um yeah just go to your local track see if you enjoy it um it will be just a big investment fun. if you do enjoy yeah, it yeah. <laughs> have That's some right. fun exactly and um and yeah i'd say uh once it all starts um just gotta be just gonna be smart with it obviously you have so many people telling you what to do i feel yeah. like um, especially in karting that you get a lot of advice from a lot of people um and it's kind of there's just, a lot of experts out there there's a lot of experts out there and it's about obviously it's very hard to know which what is the real advice but yeah. it's just make sure you're doing your own thing um don't worry too much about all the stuff coming around it um i think if you focus on your process and your and what you're doing you can always end up doing something pretty good and then you'll start yeah it will come it will come now nah, awesome the last question i had was basically how do you best prepare for a race so do you listen to music or you know how do you get into that groove yeah so i would say um, for me firstly especially for performance it's about consistency so yep. keeping the same routine um because obviously you don't want to go into races like oh i've not prepared enough or i've not over prepared you know that kind of um feeling of uh something out of my control i don't really like so i have a consistency thing where i would say it's always pretty much the same thing um racing because we have fewer laps than um karting i say what well, i start off with i have like a notebook uh, okay i'm just writing stuff down so it's, it's kind of like a checklist for me so it would just be yep. like uh make sure you know what your your outlap needs to be like kind of warming up your tires all that kind of thing specific sure. corners what you need to improve um yep. if we need to do practice starts or or kind of uh things for the team like ride height uh tests and things like that um once i'm there it's very much quick driver warm-up with 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 my trainer and then after that it's just more um yeah just getting ready for it just getting ready getting pumped up i don't so much listen to music okay. but uh <clears throat> Yeah, I, I'm actually quite a, a chilled out guy, so I don't want to be pumped up and Too, yeah, jumping exactly. into the cut. For me, I, I perform better when I'm kind of relaxed. When you're calm? And yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Now it's time for The Punt, brought to you by 2-7 Design, your go-to for all motorsport-specific graphic design, specialising in creating a new and unique look for your race car or cart or both. We've got so we've got a segment called the punt. So it's basically thinking back to when you sort of started your racing career, and yeah. you've had an accident out there, and you just sort of deliberately had an accident with someone. Can you recall a moment in your karting career that you've just wiped someone out? That um, was a bit of a laugh. Um, yeah, I'd say I'm, I was never that guy, really. No, no, you don't want to be that guy. We don't condone that stuff. It's just a bit. Of, it's a bit of a laugh. Uh, okay, if I deliberately punted someone up. Um, trying to think. I, I've never been the hot-headed guy, so I need to think about if anything's triggered me enough. Not really. I'd say the most we ever got into fights was with Max. Okay. Would be yeah. we, we would not even fights though. We would just um, mm -hmm. it would tend to be really aggressive defense from Max's part, <laughs> <laughs> and I would just be like, well, at some point, I'm, I'm just going to yeah, I just got to send it. And um, we've had a few crashes. Um, minor ones, really, but that'll spin it. I, I, I oh, honestly can't that's tell good. you a time where I've waited for a guy, put on a spare nose cone, and just smashed him <laughs> up. But 
I, yeah, I, look, I had a, I've had a running with uh, with Charles Leclerc once, and um, he uh-huh. won't remember me, but he, I'm sure he'll remember the crash. Uh, it was from the Las Vegas the karting race. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Um, like I said, I hope to chat to him one day from this. If he's watching, I'm sorry now, but he got me first and I had to get him back. So, um, that was my <laughs> punt moment. <laughs> uh, we're going to finish on a, uh, on a motorsport quiz. So, it's called the shootout. Nine questions from a whole range of different uh, categories. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Let's Will go. Power, the Australian Indy, uh, Indy 500 champion, he's leading on six. So, you're going to know some of these. Is it the, it's not the same questions, is it? It's the same questions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the same questions. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So we've got I the youngest watched the stream before. No, no, no. Youngest Formula One winner. <laughs> youngest. Yep, youngest Formula uh, winner in the history. God, you can't should knock I know this. this? Yeah, it's Max. Had, Must be yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah, it's Max. It's Max. I was thinking, did Seb win it in? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You've got it. How many World Karting Championships has David Foray won? Oof. So he's won a few World Cups, like yourself, but World Championships. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm guessing less than I would originally think. Four? Four's good. Yep, that's correct. Okay. You should know this one. In which country is the karting circuit Sarno? Uh, Italy. Yep, so three from three. Yeah. Which number did Jeff Gordon make famous during his NASCAR career? So I think the DuPont car. Uh, 24. Yep, four from four is a good start. This one's for the IndyCar guys, but it was, when did the first Indy 500 take place? So it's pre-World War One. Pre-World War One. I? I wouldn't have said before 1940s, but then I'm guessing yeah. 19... Take it. Mm, when were cars even around? 1939. 1911. You think World War II? 1911? 1911, Indy 500, took place. Was that like now, the, one did, of the first races ever? I Googled it. I've got no idea. I've got no idea. <laughs> now, this it's... one's a bit bit hard for you, but um, have you heard of the Bathurst Racetrack? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So, there's a guy called Peter Brock. He's the king of the mountain. How many okay, Bathurst yeah. 1000s has he won? Peter Brock. Seven. <laughs> Nine. That's a good effort. Uh, you know, okay. it's funny. One of the supercar drivers last night didn't even get the answer, and he's racing currently. <laughs> so, that's, that's a funny thing to think. Who is the only driver to win the Triple Crown in motorsports? So the Monaco Grand Prix, Le Mans 24 Hour, and the Indy 500. UK-based driver in the 1960s. Oh, gods. You, yeah, you'll know once I give the answer. If you... I know, I'll know it once I, once I hear it. It would be something like Brabham or... It wasn't Brabham, he's in Australia, it wasn't him. It's not. It's not. I have no idea. I'm not. Okay. It's not Sterling Moss. Graham Hill. Ah, okay. I should have known yeah. that one. Yeah. Know that. Wh- okay. For which for which team did Michael Schumacher debut for? Uh, Benetton. Jordan. Was he Jordan? Jordan. Oh, yeah. Is the seven up card the Jordan card? I got no idea. Again, I thought it was Ben and Tom, but I Googled it. Oh, and no. I, I thought being your hero, Michael Schumacher, you might have got that. The yeah, last one, you, you're going to know this one. In which circuit is the corner Ascari? Okay, Monza. So you got five. That's a good effort. Five. Mid pack. Wow, okay. Well, actually, we're, we're equal second. The two IndyCar okay, guys got, got six I mean, and you got five. Some work to do. But That's yeah, a good effort. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, hey mate, look, we really appreciate your time to, today. It's our, it's our night and your day. 
All the yeah. best with your brother's birthday. Thanks so much for joining us. Cheers, and um, like I said, it was a bit of a laugh. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Hey, mate, take it easy. Peace. See you, Alex. Cheers. See ya. Bye, bye. On the next episode of Swapping Paint, we chat with four-time Bathurst winner Greg Murphy, whose lap of the gods is still being discussed some 17 years later. If you want to find me online, go to Facebook and type in Dave Serra, or at Instagram, Serra Driver Development. And just a reminder, if you like this episode of Swapping Paint, be sure to click the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Leave us a review or ask questions so we can ask our future guests. Big thanks to Tom Evans for his production work in putting these together.